You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast and in the Epistle Project, we move along in the book of Revelation. We come to chapter 2 today, Revelation 2, 1 through 7. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, The words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently, and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love that you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent, and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. To this first church, addressed by Christ, he has some commendations and a major rebuke for them. Christ commends this church, the church at Ephesus. He commends them for their work and for their endurance. They were suffering persecution, and they were evidently enduring it. They also were able to identify false apostles. So this church has some things going for it. It's enduring, it's patient, it it suffers for Christ, and it's also discerning. This is a discerning church. Each of the three letters of John earlier in the New Testament that he's written warn against false teaching. So So to pay attention as to where false teachers come from, what they say, is a is a strong, is a is a is an important Christian virtue. And this church does that. This church was able to identify false teaching. It's important for them. But after the commendations, Jesus has a rebuke for this church. They have abandoned the love they had at first. Where they were once so committed to loving Christ, they've become stagnant and cold. Even their discernment and patience in enduring suffering was more about what they were supposed to do than who they wanted to do it for. If you find yourself today with a lack of affection for Christ, maybe a lack of love for him, I'd encourage you to do the things Christ told the church at Ephesus. First, remember from where you've fallen. That's the first exhortation he gives to them. Remember from where you've fallen. Remember back to when you were first converted and when you first had a desire to obey your Lord. Remember the truths that grabbed your heart. Remember the truths of the gospel that that preached to you, that spoke to you. You might have been feeling guilty over sin. You were concerned that you had blown it. You You had sinned against people. You'd sinned against God. And go back and remember the time in your life where you really understood, he will actually treat me as if I've never done those things. Go back to those things in your mind. Remember the sweetness of that time. Second, repent. 
Repent of your lack of love. This is so important in the Christian life. When we sin and fall short, we can't simply try and do better next time. And I think a lot of Christians do that. Well, I messed up that time. I'll do better this time. Why can't we just do that? Because our Christian life is one that's a relationship with the living God. We have to talk to him about it. Please make repentance a major part of your daily life. You aren't living your Christian life before an idol, before a cold, dead idol. You're living your Christian life with your living Savior. Tell him when you fall short. Talk to him. Third, do the things you did at first. Get back to the basics of your Christian life. What did you do when you first became a believer? Well, I'm guessing you spoke a lot to the Lord. You talked to him. You prayed to him. Go back and pray to the Lord. Talk to him. You listened a lot to the Lord. You probably devoured your Bible. You sought to know him. You wanted to strive to understand how he deals with people in different situations. You wanted to understand how he dealt with Israel, what he said through the prophets. You wanted to understand what he did when he came to earth as a man, as Jesus Christ in human flesh. You wanted to know him. You wanted to respond to other people like him. You sought to know him better and what he desires for you. So go back to that. I'm guessing you had a you had a time in early in your Christian life where, where you sought out teachers, where you wanted to learn, where you listened to sermons, you showed up at church, and you went to Sunday school, and you did a number of things. Have that spirit again. Go back to that. Ask the Lord, Lord, teach me. I come to you humbly. Teach me again. Give me that hunger to know you better. And I'm guessing when you first came to Christ, you told people about him. So get back to the basics. Be enamored by him. Study him. Learn him. Talk to others about him. Go back to those basic things. Friend, let Revelation 2, 1-7 invite you today to remember your first love. Consider this passage as a gracious gift from him in order to woo you back to his love. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.